0: history they won the for this year. another famous chapter about to be written in the rich history of this wonderful sporting trophy Wilson and the shield goes back south <laughs> Southland have done it for the second time in recent history they did it in 2000 it back to Canterbury last year, now they've got it back. Oh, what a wonderful time uh, that was in our uh, very, very illustrious uh, Ranfurly Shield history. Uh, time for our Tales from the Track in association with uh, Midas Agra Tires. Uh, we're going to head south to Southland, of course. They won it in 2009, had a number of defences, ultimately losing it back to Canterbury. What a time to be alive it was for Southland rugby fans, and Southland have another chance, Grant, uh, when they take on Hawke's Bay this uh, weekend. And, and you know, Southland, from rugged fieldland in the west across fertile farmland, scenic lakes and rivers, Southland is a region of distinct landscapes, Grant.
1: Absolutely, which is why we've got Tales of the Tractor, isn't it? We have to talk about farming legions that have played sport. No, we don't. Well
0: sporting legends next, who I, actually, farm. I have no idea if our next um, guest has actually ever spent a day on the farm. If he has, it's a bonus. I just know he's a Southland rugby legend, and that's why I wanted to get him on the show. Jason Rutledge is with us. Jason, counter bro, welcome to the show. Good morning, guys, how's things? Yeah, good, mate. I don't know if you spent a day working the land, mate, but I know you've been hitting rucks into your
2: mid-40s,
0: and that's all I care about,
2: fella. Oh, yeah, you no, know, no, I was definitely brought up on a farm, like most uh, most Southlanders. There's, yeah, there's not a lot of, uh, well, there's obviously in Vicargo and Gore, but other than that, most other people live on farms, so there's a high chance the Southlander has been brought up on a farm.
1: Jason, uh, Grant Elliott here, lovely having you on the show, Um, and I want to know, who did you play with that was the least likely character to be on the farm? Because I think (laughs) I would pass for one of those people that they'd name.
0: Well, that's the great irony of the section, Uh, Jason. They've got us who are, you know, um, a latte-swilling Wellingtonians, talking about the land.
2: Well, I, w- I would probably go with James Wilson. really. He was probably one of those latte-swilling uh, um, <laughs> townies. Um, always had all the, the flash gears and always done up to the nines. So, yeah, probably uh, James Wilson or Tintin, as we called him, um, would be probably that, <laughs> that person, I would think. Yeah, There's probably not a person in Southland you haven't played rugby with um,
0: living. Because um, <laughs> you, you, you debuted for Southland. What, 2000? Uh, you've you played an extraordinarily yeah. long time. You, you've played club footy deep into your 40s. Fair to say you're a rugby addict. You, you struggle to kick the
2: habit. Yeah, well, I, I do. I find it very hard to say uh, I'm going to retire next year or something. I just, I, I, it just makes you feel sad thinking that you won't play rugby again. So at this stage, I'm just uh, milking as long as I can. And, and I've been quite blessed with my club team going so well. So we've been picking up, well, we won three in a row now, so it's been been quite cool to pick up a few more titles on the way through, and um, yeah, our um, club's got their centennial next year, so I'll definitely be playing again next year, so as I say, it's pretty, pretty sad to say that's it, so we'll just see, Jade. we'll just keep ticking away. No, never retire, Jason, never retire. No,
1: please don't, Jason, but
2: what we'd like to said, know about only, with only the the people... get
0: to re- retire. <laughs> for yourself, the great, no doubt.
1: Uh, Jace, what we what we want to do is get into the heads of um, the people that we speak to on the show. What what is it about rugby that you're just so passionate about? Because the people that we speak to that have longevity in the game, they all play for different reasons. But I mean, it's yeah. an extraordinary career. What is it that pulls you so close to the game?
2: Um, well, I suppose probably what you're brought up with isn't it like uh i suppose it's the same with any probably sporting family i suppose young kids that are brought up around a soccer family or a, a football family i mean um or a cricket family um that's probably what you know when you when you've been brought up heading along to the club on a sad day either to to watch your father play or to play yourself and there's just the wee, wee parts of it and grabbing the pie and the um, orange juice after the game and then all all parts of it I suppose ball boys and coaching and everything so but the biggest part I find for me it's um uh, my family love sort of coming to the club afterwards and and kicking the ball around on the field or we're inside having a beer and and it's it's always a good excuse to probably get out and socialize with other people um after you've had a good game of rugby and go back to the club rooms and catch up with other teammates from other teams that you only probably see once or twice a year but it's a good way to catch up with people you haven't seen and yeah, I think it's it's a good excuse to socialise, probably, and get out and see people. Yeah,
0: you've taken, g, Jason, you've taken me back to my childhood there. Uh, that, you know, that, that, that's my memories. Dad at the club, me outside, chucking a ball around with mates. Absolutely loved it growing up, and that, that social element sport does uh, bring. Um, you know, it's it's just so huge, isn't it? Those connections. Yeah,
2: that's the stuff that brings well, the real joy, doesn't kids, it? Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. It's, uh, it's it's one of the key things that maybe society's probably lost a wee bit like I think um there's a lot of stuff around mental stuff and bits and pieces and 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 I think there's so much that can be gained out of sport it doesn't matter what kind of sport it is um but there's also the extra benefit of being involved in a team sport that you, you just get so much out of and and the ability to as I say rub shoulders with people every week that you haven't seen for a wee while and just catch up and see how they're doing and and gives them the opportunity to ask you how you're doing, and you get an opportunity to to make sure that everything's ticking away nicely with you, I suppose. So, yeah, I think it's it's one of those key things that we need to get back to more of.
1: Jason, I'm 100% behind you there because I reckon success in sport is someone in their mid-40s or even 50s still playing the sport. Uh, Cricket, fortunately, you can, but rugby, I think that you're a testament to that. I mean, exactly what you've said, sports and community is so important. And um, you know you've taken Daniel McCarty. He's all fired up here. Yeah? It's taken him back to his rugby days as a as a youngster. Get his boots back on. And it, yeah, and it's. it's... Oh,
0: I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way too pretty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do, oh, no. do, do you feel, Jason, that there's um, a responsibility to almost pass that baton down to the, the youngsters that you're playing with now?
2: Um, well, I try to pass on as much knowledge as I can, but I, I definitely don't play play the game to, to pass knowledge down. I think, uh, being probably a bit selfish, I, I enjoy playing, so that's what the main reason why I'm out there. But any anyway, I can to pass down, um, my knowledge is, is always passed down. The part I love the most is uh, uh, passing down traditions, I suppose, and making sure those sort of things continue around the club. And We've got quite a special tradition when we win the shield out at our club that we all have to uh, climb up a rather large, gnarly uh, hedge, and um, but we all have to be nude when we do it, so it's 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 quite a painful (laughs) exercise trying to get up a hedge nude while we're (laughs) had quite a few drinks. But um, I get plenty of people giving me grief saying, Why are we doing this? and I said, Well as long as I'm here, I'm going to make sure these traditions stay. So I think that's one key thing. If (laughs) if I can pass down some traditions and make things stay the way they were, um, I think that's pretty cool. And if I can be Turning up at the club when I'm 60 or something, and they're climbing up the hedge nude, I'll be uh, I'll be quite pleased that I helped continue I that.
1: You'll be joining them. You'll be joining them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know about
0: that. I just I want to talk the tactics to you. You have to push your hips back out, like, no, yeah. suck the tummy tricky, in, which I struggle
2: when, with. Uh, <laughs> there's branches all over the show, and there's a guy in front yeah. of you climbing up nude as well. So yeah, it's all go. Grant, you'd go well at this, being waxed all over. Um, <laughs>
0: Jason, I want to take you back to 2009 and winning the Shield on that really cold, awful night. Nine points to three, if I'm yep. not mistaken. Um, it was always going to be an attritional contest. You you, you, you had served, I think, Southland side for maybe upwards of nine, ten years at that stage, so... You know, what are your memories yep. going into this game? Because I'd imagine your blood sort of boiling at the, at the prospects of finally getting your hands on the shield after 50 years for that very proud province.
2: Yeah, like it was, I, I sexually, my dad was um, brought up in Christchurch and I went away with dad to um, to go see his dad's grave and just have a bit of a wander around and have a yarn with dad because dad had had a lot of challenges as well and yep. coached us for a lot and then he was the manager and uh yeah, we'd... we'd, we'd been given a lot of hidings like we'd had some struggles especially through those early years when I first made the stags through to probably 2007 2008 where we we we're getting some pretty big hidings and um, it, it never really never really, really went to a Ramp Shield thing and we had much of a shot but I, I think we started like that, that 2009 season we were sitting pretty close to the semi-final material, so we needed to win that game to make the semi-finals and grab the Ramp Shield but um yeah, so we were, we were going pretty well that year, so I thought we had a good chance. And as you say, that, that bit of drizzle and cold night sort of suited us well, so there was quite a few things that sort of fell under line and and um, I think a lot of things come down to timing and I think that was the right time. Canterbury had an off day. We had a good day. And uh, yeah, the young, young Robbie, young kid, he kicked us to the shield. And the final whistle sounds, what does it feel like? Well, it was quite strange because we'd already we'd won the penalty, so we all all sort of knew, but we didn't want to start knew. jumping around and celebrating until we knew that ball was over the line. But, yeah, like the, the crowd that was there, I think they sort of had a feeling that something special might have been happening and we had so many people up from Southland uh, at that ground and, and the crowd was just unbelievable. Like it, it felt like it was almost a home crowd for us. So. Yeah, that opportunity to um, jump around and celebrate. One, but then also to, to make way over the sideline and and see Dad there, that was pretty cool too. To to um to, to do it with him as well was
1: it was awesome. Um, Cabbage is your nickname. You mind if I call you Cabbage? Yes.
2: You know, um,
0: you go for it. Solid <laughs> one. Well, it's a hairy gem. It's a solid. It's
1: a solid. <laughs> the hairy gem. Yeah, it,
0: it fills our heart because Grant and I a common theme on the show, Jason. We we bitch and moan about the lack of, uh, you know, quality nicknames in New Zealand sport. You are clearly not in that camp. You're in the good camp. Yeah, you're
1: in the good camp. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You, you spoke uh, about spoke yeah. about traditions and <laughs> leading up to this uh, Round Shield game. Um, what were there any other traditions that you had prior to the game and post game besides climbing up hedges nude?
2: Well, that was his club team. <laughs> Sorry, guy. I, I just lost you for a second. Just cut out the stadium, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, just asked if there were any other traditions um, leading up to Shield oh, like that you had
2: to... Oh, when you to... prior to the game and oh, post-game. Yeah. No, well, that was something we couldn't really make any traditions for because we'd never done it before. So it was all yeah. uncharted yeah. water for us. Um, we hadn't been in the province for 50 years. The, the great the great thing well, about it when we won it, we had the opportunity to keep it for a summer. We are guaranteed for the summer, so... Um, what Rugby Southland did in, in terms of getting it around the province was great, and and as Dad said, it went to everything. It went to Burris, it went to funerals, it went everywhere. So basically, mm. you could ring up Rugby Southland and say, "Can I have the shield for the weekend?" and they'd loan it out to you, and you take it wherever you want. So it was, it had a good look around Southland for that period. Um, well, we, we, the the. the Probably the hard thing for us is we had a semi final the following Sunday and and we probably had three days of drinking, taking it round south and <laughs> yeah. before that semi final. So it's uh, we, sort of, we sort of at one stage we just had to say, well, all right, that's it. We better concentrate on what's happening this weekend. But um, yeah, we certainly, well, it's probably just like any small union, I suppose they haven't seen it for so many years. Um, <laughs> the public wanted to to get out and see it, and we certainly wanted to celebrate it. And we weren't we weren't worried too much about a semi final at that stage. And when, it, when,
0: a, when, a, when a journalist says, is it hard to guess up for a game, uh, that's, that's, that's code for.
2: <laughs> it's literally hard
0: to get out of your bed after three days celebrating. Uh, more evidence <laughs> we need to put a GoPro on the Ramfilly Shield in the immediate 12 we hours do. after a, Ramf- a yeah, successful yeah, Ramfilly yeah, Shield no. challenge. I, I know it's a big ass later today, and Bay fans are screaming right now going, you're not going to get it in 2022. It's going to stay in the bay. They're loving having it. It, it. I love it when it's in a province where... There's reverence for the Ramphooly Shield. Um, you know, if you were to offer advice to some of the Stags players today when they take that field at five past two, what would it be?
2: Oh, well, I, th- I think. Well, they've actually spoke about it in the paper during the week, and it's it's going to come to defence. I think, like, if they can if they yeah. can D up as a team, like in any. Um, I think if I was ever to coach a team, I think you got to base your your game around defence. If you can shut them out, I think they're they're going going to be a long way to making that they're scoring some good tries and, and they've got some good goal kickers so they've just got to shut Hawks Bay out and I think if you, if you go up in that paddock and you're all in that defensive mindset in terms of you're going to knock over everyone that's in front of you and, and probably the Irish and the Argentinians have both shown it and how they bet the all true. if if you can bring that line speed for a phase well, for a passage of the game and really fluster the Hawks Bay boys I think it will go a long way to um, knocking them over and well, Stags haven't been far away this year. Like, I think everything's really set up for like a really good challenge because they've, they've they've shown lots of potential and they just haven't put it together all together. But if they can nail it today, I think yeah, Hawke's could be in for a real ding dong of a battle.
0: Jason, thanks so much for joining us, sharing your thoughts of your successful side in 2009, what it meant to your community and some advice there for the current team. And, uh, you know, that head story will live long in my memory. Thanks for all you've done for New Zealand Rugby down there. And I'm utterly stoked that you're heading into year number. I can't say his name out loud, can I? Uh, He's going to play another club season next year. Never give it up. Jason, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thanks a lot, Cabbage.
2: Loved it. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Good show. Keep it up.
0: Our pleasure. Jason Rutledge joining us for our Tales from the Tractor Series live from Southland Head of Southland's Clash. she uh, Shield Challenge against uh, Hawke's Bay. Not going to be easy for sure.